podcast is brought to you by CEW Plus at the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor as we work to serve our community during this unprecedented time of change. Resiliency is best demonstrated in times of challenges. Join CEW Plus Director Tiffany Mara as she talks to students, staff, faculty, and community members connected to the University of Michigan's Center for the Education of Women Plus in our podcast, Strength in the Midst of Change. Today's podcast features Don Isby, who is a student in the College of Science, Literature, and the Arts at the University of Michigan-Dearborn. She's a 2020 recipient of the Molly H. Dobson CEW Scholarship, recognizing women who have shown creativity, persistence, and dedication while striving to complete their education. Don, welcome to the Strength in the Midst of Change podcast. Could you please introduce yourself and tell me a bit about your educational focus and career goals? Yes. Before I do that, I want to thank CEW for awarding me a scholarship. It was very beneficial to my college attendance, and it just helped me out tremendously, and I want to thank you all once again. Oh, it's wonderful to hear when the scholarships really help support students in meaningful ways. Thank you for that. So what is your educational focus, and what are you hoping to do with your degree? I have several things I would like to do. First of all, I would like to write that's the English discipline part of my integrative studies. I would love to write children's books, and I would like to be a published writer of Christian fiction. For my art, I would love to illustrate those children's books. And for the uh, entrepreneur section of the uh, degree, I'm getting lots of training on how you take advantage of opportunity. So that's still in the works because I'm not a business student per se, but uh, the sky is the limit. (laughs) Yeah, can you tell me a little bit about the integrative studies degree? I'm not sure uh, many people have heard of that one. Okay, integrative studies degree is where you take three disciplines and they prepare you for each discipline to get a degree, you do degree work in each discipline and they train you and then they capstone it at your final semester by giving you rigorous study in each of those disciplines. And so mine are art. I've completed all my artwork requirements. I'm finishing up my English and entrepreneurship. Those are my classes that I'm taking now. That sounds like a really unique approach to getting a degree through the University of Michigan. How did you decide on your three focus areas? I couldn't put my finger on one discipline. And when I found out they had an integrative studies program, I was all in. It was for me. It's something that was for me. Sounds like something I would have jumped on as well. What was your initial reaction when you found out that you were selected as a Molly H. Dobson scholarship recipient? I just started screaming, and my husband thought the worst, because you don't get too many moments like that. So my family celebrated after I got that scholarship. Joyful screams. Yes, they were. (laughs) (laughs) Good. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm still reeling from that. (laughs) Oh, that's great. What made it so meaningful to you to bring that joy into your world? 
because it's something that's rare. It's very rare to get a scholarship and get it for that amount of money because art supplies are expensive, and it really helped me with my art supplies, helped me with my textbooks and with my tuition. I'm taking four classes a semester, and when you take four classes a semester, your textbooks, you know, run you into some change. I mean, I'm talking about hundreds of dollars. And then with my uh, Pell Grant being used up, it was very helpful, very helpful to me. It came in at the right time. Oh, that's great. The right amount of money at the right time. (laughs) Oh, wonderful. Yeah. This past year has been unlike any other, and um, I think that's an understatement. When you look back to what you've accomplished in the past year, you know, do you have time points that you're really proud of? I would say yes. I would say probably in at least three areas, and number one was passing my math class last semester because I'm not the greatest math student. My math muscle needs strengthening, and my professor was Professor McCainy. She knew that math had come hard for me, and she suggested that I get a tutor, and I got one. I worked hard, lost sleep, and got up early, and I passed. Oh, that's a great feeling. Yeah. Yeah, great feeling. When you accomplish something that comes hard for you, it's a really good feeling of accomplishment. And another would be making a decision to go to college. That is just a really good investment, and especially for somebody at my age, because when you get older, you tend to slow down activity. Some of us do, at least I did, and It was just such a good investment for me because it prepares you intellectually and socially. And if you want to develop skills, I would just say by all means, go. Hurry up, see how you can get in, see if it works for you, and just go if you can because it opens up so many windows of opportunity, and you just grow in every way when you go to college. Was there a time point that you can remember where you really thought, you know, it's really time for me to go back to school? Uh, no. It was totally unexpected. I've told this story so many times. I had taken a neighbor who had strep throat. I took her to emergency, and I was waiting for an emergency room, and I saw old Henry Ford College catalog of <laughs> classes. Uh-huh. In the past, the time I read it, and I hit upon where they had a ceramics program, and that really interested me because I've always wanted to take ceramics, but it's expensive. So I told her about it, my neighbor, when she um, came out, and she suggested I go to Henry Ford College. And I wasn't really, you know, gung ho about going because I didn't think I could get in. And another thing was I didn't have the funds, but she went to an orientation with me, and I saw a ceramic display mm-hmm. while I was there. We went to the fine arts department, and we watched a professor build up some clay on the wheel into this real nice-looking base, and that was just it for me. I wanted to go. And so I told him about myself, and he suggested that I go to the registration office, and I did, and 
I went through all the things you have to do, apply for FAFSA, take English and math placement tests, and I went through all of those, and I'm graduating this month from U of M. Oh, that's great. Why did you decide to transition to U of M? Because I got scholarships. I got two scholarships for U of M, a Blue and May scholarship and a sorority Phi Theta Kappa scholarship. And if I hadn't gotten those, I wouldn't be able to get in. So I started off with two classes when I first got there because that's all I could get with those scholarships. They weren't substantial, but they allowed me to take two classes. And after that, I was able to go full-time. I've been there since. I've been there for three years, and this is my last semester. Oh, congratulations. Yes, yes. Uh, I hope they're able to do some sort of graduation in person so you can walk across the stage. and. Yes, I wish we could do that. They have some good graduation activities where they take pictures of every graduate, and there's some uh, virtual stuff going on, and they call your name, and you are recognized. It's a really good program that they have for graduates. Oh, that's great. I know you know that's one of the things a lot of people missed last year was being able to walk across the stage or even feel like that was the capstone moment for them on um, right. the graduation. It's certainly true. Yeah. But as long as I could get that degree, it's fulfilling for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the stage <laughs> yeah. is just a minor component of the rest yeah, of the symbolism yeah. <laughs> behind it, right? Yeah, like hard work. When they give me that paper for all that hard work, yeah. I will feel like I've achieved something. Yeah. Now, you know, one thing that has come up over the past year is like people's strategies for self-care and wellness. Um, Mm -hmm. Did you, you know, as the pandemic hit, everyone moved home and, you know, stores were running out of stuff. And even now, as you're going through school through all of this, what approaches did you take to personal wellness and self-care? I'm not a person who sleeps late. I've always gotten up very early. So I'm used to getting up early. I just extended hours back in front for evening. I just had to extend those hours. I had to get up later. I really miss going to the campus. I do. I miss carrying my backpack up three flights of stairs because most of my castle classes were on the third floor. Uh-huh. I miss the cafeteria smells, and I miss fighting for parking space. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, where I used to have to purchase things at the bookstore or at Walmart, I've had to get up earlier to go to the stores when they first opened. Me and my husband made a vow that we would go to these stores to reduce risk of catching this pandemic. We would go when they first opened her up and come out. Uh-huh. So now I shop a lot more on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I find myself doing that too. It's kind of remarkable what we learn to miss, right? Like I'd never yes. expect anyone to say they miss fighting for parking. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's an opportunity to get outside uh-huh. and have fresh air. Not to complain, but uh, I don't know. It's just something about missing people. You miss interacting with people, being in crowds and you know, brushing against friends and people, other students, and wearing your blue and maize, and, you know, you just miss all of that. Mm-hmm, yep. All yep. that activity and having a professor explain your work is so much different now. So 
you just have to make some adjustments. And that's another thing about college. It teaches you how to multitask, to pivot, and to make adjustments. You're going to be doing that all through college, and it prepares you for life to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, especially in the program you're in, it sounds like it's particularly good at that. Yes. You know, across majors. What are your hopes for the upcoming year? Well, I want to enroll in grad school. My writing needs polishing and fine-tuning, and I want to get a master's in creative writing or English. I want to get an MFA or an MFA arts degree, but pandemic has kind of put that on hold. I enrolled at Wayne State for their creative writing degree, and they, because of the pandemic, they don't have it. They've cut down on their creative writing classes, and they no longer have it as a major. So I would like to study abroad, but that's on hold as well. Hoping we can return to campus. It'll be too late for me because I'll be graduating. (laughs) But I'm hoping the students, a lot of them miss out on campus learning. I'm just hoping they'll be able to return to campus soon. Yeah, like you, I miss the connections, the random encounters in the hallways, in the kitchen, and learning about what's going on in people's lives. Now it's everything so Zoom-based. You hardly get to know anything beyond the work aspect. You start to lose that community feel. Mm -hmm. That's true. But it teaches you how to write better (laughs) emails. Letters, I find myself buying more stamps. I'm writing more letters, and that was a lost art letter writing, but I write more letters now, so that adds to my writing strength. Uh-huh. You'd mentioned earlier that you're interested in writing children's books. Do you have uh-huh. any favorite authors? I like Dr. Zeus. I grew up with Dr. Zeus. I like him, and I like another one named David Shannon. They're my favorite children's authors, but mine would be going in another direction. Mine would be more toward Christian children, stories that are Bible-based or moral-based, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. What's one thing you wish you could tell your peers? I would tell anybody who thinks they cannot go to college, I would tell them that college can shape you and it can just change you in more ways that they can imagine and they will gain so many new skills and meet people from all walks of life it's just better for them in every sense and it'll teach you how to prioritize things how to tackle hardships it'll definitely teach you to multitask because i have four classes and uh i'm able to multitask I think women are good at that anyway, but I think I've gotten better at it. And you're going to meet up with some challenges, but what those challenges will teach you is how to discern what's worth the effort and what you should put behind you. And then it'll just expand your career options, and you meet lifelong friends on the journey. And you learn how to get along with professors who don't see things your way. And so you just learn so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, Education changed my life as well. You know, it gave me sight lines to things that I never knew existed before. 
yeah. careers and paths and learning just yeah. opened my mind to yeah. so much. It'll take you on a journey where you might think you want to go in a direction and then you will find yourself going off in another direction and it opens up the way for you to experience so many things and you want to grab a lot of things, but it just opens up windows of opportunity for so much and it makes your life so much richer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking part in this podcast. I really appreciate the time to get to know you and to learn from you through our conversation. Okay. It really has been a pleasure to talk to you today. Oh, I thank you so much. And it's certainly been a pleasure to answer questions and to allow people to know what it's like for a senior to get scholarship opportunity to go to college. Thank you for listening to CEW's podcast, Strength in the Midst of Change. To learn more about this episode or the services and virtual programming offered by CEW+, please visit cew.umich.edu. Here at CEW+, we navigate circumstantial barriers by providing academic, financial, and professional support to help you reach your personal potential. Established to support women through higher education, we lift up women and all underserved communities at the University of Michigan and beyond. Through career and education counseling, funding, workshops, events, and a diverse welcoming community, we exist to empower. We are CEW Plus and we are here to help you reach your potential. The University of Michigan resides on the traditional territories of the three fires peoples, the Ojibwa, Odawa, and Potawatomi. Thank you.